0: Welcome, everybody, to one of the hottest shows right now on the internet. Y'all know what it is. It's the Black Jack Pack. We've got parts. You've got me, Ryan, the Rated R. I hope everybody's doing well. Do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. We've already started this amazing episode where we got a lot of stuff to talk about. The Capitol, the Quebec curfew, hair care, the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned in because it's about to get wild up in this. But before we get started, Pars, right, how are you doing, my brother?
1: I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm just you know enjoying, uh, you know, life. I, uh, I think uh, being in Canada is a pretty cool thing, <laughs> and uh,
0: I am, you know, back to work now, so everything's mm-hmm. good. But I see you with you got the fresh cut, you got the robe on, you're comfy. We know that when you got the robe on, I am comfy. That means you Sunday. got a podium win. Podium wins, a celebrate for the boys. Yes,
1: exactly.
0: Celebrate for the boys. <laughs>
1: It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. The league has been going really well. I'm solidifying that P3. But here's another thing about the league. We run on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting closer and closer to getting that second position
0: and chasing mm-hmm. down the
1: first place guy. So think about that. I could potentially be able to win this league. So Yo, I, not too far. Uh,
0: and uh, I really hope you do win the league. You know that I've got your – I'm supporting you right now. Um and I'll be legit. That's some prospects, so other leagues want to get me too. <laughs> I was watching, I was actually <laughs> watching your game. I was watching the race while I was watching the Saints game at the same time. And I'm like, okay, dude's doing well. My nice. team's like, doing well. We're winning tonight. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh I was it was a little bit of a tough one. You guys watched the race. I was in fourth position for a while.
0: Yeah, you then, were in the fourth it. But um, I'm really proud of you, man. It's I'm cool, really man. proud, happy for you. Um, but let's get into the thick of the news. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, so <clears throat> the Capitol. If you don't know what happened. This is your American second. I know. Look, I'm going to just introduce it for those who don't know, for those who haven't been on social media in, the hot, in a hot minute. Um, During a rally incited by the president of the United States, Mr. Donald Trump, a large amount of people, we'll call it that, a a quasi-mob entered the Capitol while they were finalizing the votes to certify the victory and the votes of the Electoral College that would certify that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the president and vice president respectfully of the United uh, States. The Capitol building was assaulted. I'll I'll say this openly, Uh, the Capitol building was assaulted. Democracy was attacked. They brought nooses inside the Capitol building. They brought the Confederate flag inside the Capitol building. And while I could tell you guys how I feel, I think it is time, it is the time for one of Parks' American Minutes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm putting one minute on the clock. First, go.
1: I told people to vote for you. I told people that you have an idea, a vision for our country. And this is what you pull. The fact that you cannot lose gracefully, that you had to embarrass, not just yourself, not just the people of America in front of the world, but our our own constitution and way of democracy. Mm. Shame on you. Mm. You should be impeached. You should not be president. You should not even be around in America anymore. This is terrible. And this is embarrassing to me. And I am embarrassed to see this. Also, what would have happened if they were black? Just wondering. This is the American Minute.
0: Thank you, my guy. You literally landed. with 10 seconds left to go, but I'm so happy to have heard your opinion on this. Dude, it's been one of the wildest weeks I think I've been seen politically. And that's saying something. We've just went through four years of Trump. Okay? Yeah,
1: we did. We, we actually said that. I know when it first started, a lot of people were skeptical. And then for a year and a half, it was pretty much a meme. Because
0: mm-hmm. every
1: single day, your phone was beeping up because the t- poet has decided to tweet about him in the bathroom or him doing something. Literally. So if you didn't get it from the news, you got it from Twitter. And if you didn't get it from Recently, because of this attack, this has happened to your guy now. Twitter has
0: banned him. Facebook has banned him. Dude. From even ever having accounts. They're not the only ones. Snapchat banned they're him. not the only ones. Pinterest banned him. You got banned Pinterest. on Pinterest, dog. Even Spotify banned him. Who gets banned from Pinterest and Spotify? He can't do a, He can't do a podcast. He Babe. can't do no album.
1: We were waiting for that clash.
0: mixtape where he was going to take shots at they, the president. We were. We were. I was and waiting, to top it all off. I was waiting for the singles. They
1: card. still want him impeached. Like, he, Isn't he out the door in the next like two weeks?
0: And they still want him impeached. Well, I think for me, from what I said as well in the rap clash, if he gets impeached, it's not because they want him out. They want to make sure he can never run again. They want to make sure that he doesn't get the secrets. That's what it is. He doesn't get the money. Like He literally your persona non grata in Washington ever again. And I
1: think... They are running him out of town.
0: I think it's justified. At this point, he cannot run again. He is a toxic leech upon Washington, upon world politics, See, as much as I like to hate and bash on Canadian politics, as it is quite fun to do, if Justin Trudeau, a man who's had enough scandals for three lifetimes, can look at you dead in the eye and tell the entire world that you screwed up, there's a problem. There's an inherent problem in the American system, and an inherent problem with Trump as a president. Trump should have never been president, but see, he got his chance. We gave him a chance. Dave Chappelle told me to give him a chance, so I gave him a chance. Here's what here's what happened. Joe Biden could is jack all for the rest of, for his entire term and would still look better than Trump. Because Trump is looking back as at the worst it all. Of it now,
1: looking back at all of it now, it is so embarrassing that he was a president now if he was able to leave gracefully three months ago with the rapport he had three months ago which was that he lost the election and he wasn't speaking anymore that would have been a lot more better to leave face like that than you to be publicly denouncing the election publicly trying to get the supreme court to do whatever it case whatever in 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 whatever you can fabricate not even bringing out real evidence and at the end of it all, to actually have somebody to have these people storm the Capitol on your behalf, regardless if you denounced them publicly or not, because I'm pretty sure you weren't denouncing it while they were doing it. You only denounced them when it was all set in stone. So this is just embarrassing. Oh, don't forget the, and, the phone call in Georgia. And the phone call, and yeah, the phone call in Georgia telling them to to find anything, find votes, dude. You you went from. You went from public enemy, but you could still kind of save face and say you were the president. To now,
0: they they want to erase you from history. Oh, this is possibly the weirdest and trippiest month I've ever seen in politics, and it has just been a field trip—a long, hard. Everything that he did, I
1: I didn't support everything. But there was a lot of deals that were bad that America was involved in, like NATO, like Davos Economic Forum, like the Kyoto Protocol. They were kind of taking away from what America was. And of course, bringing jobs back into America, making sure that we're building things in America now and reducing the amount that, that other factories around the world had on our products. I really like that. But then you all went and tainted right. your name by being a sore loser and being rude in public. To even the, the most amazing officials. I love the German Chancellor Angela Merkel. And even she was able to come onto her podium and say, You disgraced your country by acting this way. You couldn't just lose and go away with it. It's terrible. And this is a lesson to kids. I know we all want to win, we all do, but there's grace in falling and losing too. Mm-hmm. Take some pride with that. Don't
0: mm-hmm. be.
1: Don't be like him and just
0: be. Preach to you know. the choir.
1: <laughs> this is the Blackjack Pack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta get that gospel choir in. Just, ooh. Um, legit. If, if you that. guys have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on what's going on in the Capitol or Trump's last days, because we'll be covering it here on the Blackjack Pack do share it in the comment section below. Send us a question at entertainment.com and don't forget to subscribe to youngish Entertainment here on YouTube. We've got another thing to talk about, COVID-19. We know that there are cases spiking literally everywhere, but Quebec has gone and done an entire curfew um, for it. We are not in Quebec as we speak English and I can <laughs> go out and I can literally go out at 10 p.m. and nobody ask any 000. questions. So, mm. not Quebec. Nope. But how do you feel, Paris, about the entire Quebec curfew? What are the measures that you would take if you were in charge to curb uh, the spread of COVID-19?
1: Yeah, I am a little bit surprised that they actually went ahead with this, and I'm, I'm really following closely to see how it performs. Um, because, you know, I would like to know if that model actually works for curving. We already have a new strain of uh, the virus going around. So that is very scary to hear about. And maybe, you know, this is a way to curb that and to resist it. But at the same time, restricting people to curfews. I mean, this is kind of the stuff you find in Divergent, the kind of stuff you find in, you know, zombie land and all that kind of stuff. So it, it, we're living in a real weird age now, guys. It's, it's crazy. And to think about it in this way, I'm, I'm a lot. I I can't see myself enacting it just because that there are a lot of things that could happen could go wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Other than the fact that somebody's making fun of it by placing the purge sounds, I don't know if you guys heard about that. But <laughs> there was a group of people who decided to play purge music. Yes, the whole siren thing on an intercom, so the whole city of Montreal and other places could hear that. And block is out. People purge and now. <laughs> um, Obviously, not in the hood because we're used to it, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've come to realize, like, we don't care if there's a sound or not. Well, I'm going to sleep. To me personally, I find that the curfew idea is (laughs) less. Like, look, most people are, or at least where I live, where I'm at, Mm -hmm. most people are in their homes at 8 p.m. Like, if you live in the suburb, being responsible, like myself, you're you're responsible and you're already at home by 8 p.m. I don't know what you're doing outside. Nobody knows what you're doing outside after eight PM. Go okay. um, home. Yeah. Right. So it depends. I think at this point, I would. I, I've I've said that it needs to be more of a regionalized, um, approach to curbing it than it is a province-wide or wide Because Toronto has a thousand plus cases in a day. Like what the what's going on in Toronto? Toronto needs to be completely shut down. Like, for real, for real. That needs to be shut down. If there's a curfew there, cool, I'll understand. I'm not for it, but I do understand. But, like, in other regions, in smaller regions, like, I know in northern Ontario, you, you have maybe one case every two weeks because the population doesn't, like, they're respecting the rules. I think that it should be more of a regionalized thing. But that that's just me right now. That's just my me. And I just want to hear your opinion as human beings that are sharing with us on the internet. What would you do if you were in charge right now? Um, if you were in charge with the COVID-19 pandemic. As we go into our next deal, I need to talk to my boy parts. Actually, this is also a question I, I have for you. Um, hair care. We talk about it on the show every so often. You got to make sure your hair you look nice. You got to, you know. P- proper. You got your hair done lately. I see. I see. And how important is hair care to you? Because I'll admit, hair care is important to me to the point where my barber is part of my circle. Legit. Okay. My barber is part of my, like, you know how you have five people outside of your household that are part of your circle, your social circle? My barber's part of my circle. Like, it's that important to me. Because my barber also serves as a pseudo-psychologist. Mm. Y'all don't know mm. it, but for a lot of people, for a lot of men, your barber, oh, your barber knows everything about you. From your love life to your financial situation, your your SIN card, your credit score, they know everything. <laughs> All the barbers in Toronto came together for a convention, the entire city's gonna blow up because there are too many secrets in that one place at that one time <laughs> too many marriages gonna get destroyed at that <laughs> moment barbers can't say their secrets but legit uh how important is hair care during this entire COVID lockdown how, what does it mean for you Ars? yeah that's been one of the craziest
1: things uh, i actually started cutting my own hair so that was um, pretty crazy to do this is the first time i'm doing it and uh not bad so far but um I gotta say that it's just—it is very important. I think that a lot of people who are sitting at home and who are you know working from home, a lot of that extra life that you were used to is not there for you right now. And in mm-hmm. this new normal, I—I was one of those guys. I was trooping it out. I had—I didn't have a haircut since October. That was the last—that was the last time we had a lockdown. So we had a lockdown in July and June and everything. So we had a lockdown in March and then we opened back up in June, July and August. And then they locked down again in October where they shut down my barber squad again. And I was trying to wait until, of course, things opened up again for me to go. But unfortunately, it's been about four months and I had to, had to, to pull the trigger on it. So my whole thing on it is it's very important. It's actually part of lifestyle. I can't I can't fathom enough because I feel a lot better and freer. And I hope that it translates into my work and daily routine. Because when you're not doing those things that make you feel good, like I don't know, for some people, shopping um, or, you know, trips and things like that, because I actually haven't been on a trip at all since last year with my uh, best friend Rudy. And uh, that's starting to take a toll on me mentally because, like, I want to go and be on the beach and I can't.
0: Mm -hmm. So, like, it's very important. I think hair care for me is one of those mental things. Like, my barber, I'm so happy. My barber um, is part of my circle. And my barber is very, very COVID friendly, like very, very strict with protocols. Um, does not like at her barber shop, I you have to check in like two weeks before, you have to do your test, make sure everything's okay. My barber's cool like that. And we get to talk and I realize that a lot of the stress, like mentally, it's very taxing. It's very confinement is very taxing. I'm going physically back to work next week and I'm very excited about it because I'm like, I can't stay at home all this time. This is this is getting crazy. Um I spent most of 2020 at home and I can't deal with it. I hate, I love my studio. I love where we film this place. Hate the fact that I'm here all the time though. You know? You almost feel like you're annoyed being in your own room because you're like, I've been here too much. So hair care for me, dude, it's an hour and 10 minutes. I'm getting my lineup done. My hair is getting done. The sound of the buzzer, the sound of conversation, like the sound of conversation, talking to somebody that's not in my immediate family. That is really important to me. That's good. And all the while, I'm getting my lineup done. My beard looks good. I look good for a nice virtual date. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing feeling myself. Uh, and I think it's really important for our mental health. Uh, big shout-outs to our, our guy, Sante Houghton. Great guest that we had last uh, two weeks ago. But, yeah. Big shout-outs. Big shout-outs to him. How do you guys feel about hair care? How do you guys feel about talking to your barber? Do let us know in the comments down below. Do let us know how you feel. And we'll gladly get back to you guys. Don't forget to subscribe. We are going to end this show off. With the NFL, my guy. And as we're speaking, mm. it is super wild card weekend. You got like six wild card games this year as they expanded the playoff tree. And <sighs> <laughs> you're a Bears fan. <laughs> it was
1: not. <laughs> a game to remember for Bears fans. <laughs> but the bright side of it is I hope we do something this offseason. Another bright side of it, I don't know about you guys, but I hit a three-game parlay on the first
0: week, on the Saturday of wildcard weekend, and I felt pretty good. <laughs> yeah. felt. Pretty good. I'm a Saints fan. That's why I'm laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> Legit, I'll admit, my first – my first, three day, my first day was insane. Insane. All three games, I got it straight off the bat. We started Seven. with Colts-Bills. I, I wanted Phillip Rivers to win, but I knew that the Bills were just a little too overpowered. It ended up yeah. with a 27-24 victory. And what yeah. turned out to arguably be a barn burner, I, th- I said Rams were going to win. Uh, yes. I didn't pre- predict that they were going to win by 10, but they beat no. the Seahawks in uh, what turned out to be a uh, a surprise, a surprise victory um, for those who haven't watched the Seahawks this year, because the Seahawks, what they do is that they literally make sure that the game is close to the bitter end and then try to win at the end. Look, you can't you can't do that in the playoffs. This is not the time or the place. <laughs> Finally, and what was extremely expected, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers defeated Washington football team or Washington redacted shout out to the Urinating Tree on that one. Um, <laughs> for being really incompetent for another year, congratulations, Washington. You have been eliminated. We go into uh, the second day, Ravens. To, to the surprise of nobody, beat the Titans. Uh, no, so that was, was a really good game.
1: It went back and forth, uh, but Derrick Henry just was shut down.
0: Yeah, great game. I feel like... When- Lamar Jackson's 48 yard touchdown straight that out that was nowhere. crazy that was I'm was like why are you running like this this is the playoffs please don't get hurt and he's booking it faster than literally everybody on the field he's playing them like I'm like this is where we
1: money from him like we wanted a Patrick
0: Mahomes type of style from him now like, we we to want, go toe to toe ever since he had the game where he needed to go to the bathroom. Lamar Jackson was playing like every <laughs> Lamar Jackson, like, he said, it's go, it's go time, it's go time. Um, and so far, the last game that is complete by the time of recording of this show, and that is the Saints beating the Bears 21-9. to I think it is the biggest victory so far of Wildcard Weekend with Drew Brees showing out and the Bears organization literally 21. crumbling 21. under the pressure. Um Mike twenty played a, a pretty decent the defense game. Defense is so great. Yeah, Krabinski played a pretty good game, but like I don't, he deserved better. <laughs> he he flat deserved better. Foles didn't even play. Uh, Graham had a pretty good game. Like the, the the Bears need to just restart from scratch, just scratch everything. And oh you my get the god. Standards. And we end to, with yeah, what will arguably most likely be the biggest victory of the entire wildcard round. I'm, I'm, I can't get the words out. But at the end of the first quarter, the Browns are beating the Steelers twenty-eight to zero. They're missing their head coach with COVID. Multiple players are out with COVID, and they're whooping the Steelers. Oh, wasn't this the same Steelers that started the season eleven and zero? Isn't that the yes? Season- this is the same one. This is the same. Is the same guys. God, the the same almost- dudes. Price, they almost made me take off my hat. They're out here choking. They- they're choking. They're they're legit. It's, all- it's shocking. It's shocking. Mike Tomlin's gonna get fired. This is egregious. This is an egregious mis- <laughs> nice. this, is a, this is a winning
1: season. He's he is a winning coach, but this the order, this like is, the, the personnel, they got to get serious.
0: Ben Robinson. Juju's, Juju's, Juju's out here dancing on Don't dance on the logo. Yeah, but Ben's gone. Ben needs to go. <laughs> it's weird. Ben is definitely watching, out. Uh, a quick little thing before we go out. I was watching a thing, and they're like. Yo, we have some pretty old quarterbacks playing this this during the postseason. Yeah, weekend, yeah. While you have Ben playing. You have Aaron Rodgers going to start playing next week. Um, you have Drew Brees. You have Tom Brady. Brady. You have Chris Rivers. You have Rivers. I, I can't even speak right now. And now two of those guys are gone in embarrassing. In the, well, yeah. one is not so embarrassing fashion. Ben's gone in embarrassing fashion. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! This is this is a show. I'm gonna keep watching. The, I'm gonna watch the Browns again, see how far the Browns can push it. I'm. I kind of want the Browns or the Bills to go to the flat, to the Super Bowl. The you know, mm-hmm. Bills should go to the Super Bowl. You know, I don't. Go. I think they should because you will never like legit. Who beating Case? Time, but beating Case is gonna be tough. But here's here's my thing. Here's the reason why I'm saying I kind of want either one of those teams to go. It's not every year you see them in the playoffs. They might as well enjoy it. Right. It's not it's not like right. teams like the Saints, it's not like they seem like Green Bay, who are regularly in the dance. No, they need to enjoy the time they have here. And clearly with the Browns beating the Steelers 28 to 0, they're clearly enjoying this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to say it. That's a great way to end it too.
0: So here we are at the end of an amazing episode of the Blackjack Pack. Thank you, Paris, for showing up, for being the man, as always. Congratulations on your on your win today. Thank you to all of our fans who keep watching and supporting us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Go on Young Entertainment for the latest Rap Clash article. Don't forget that we've got some other shows that are going to be popping off all throughout the year. This is to This is the Blackjack Pack. We will get you guys back. Peace the peace.